there and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com and I am to be your boss's worst nightmare. Well, it's now Saturday 15th of October 2016 and if you're a regular listener you know that I don't normally record these at the weekend, although there's been one or two lately that I have done. But the reason I'm doing that today is because, uh, well, I'm trying to catch up. Because you'll also know if you're a regular listener that I've rather fallen down over the last uh, week or two to my, um, not exactly commitment, but my intent to record five of these a week. So that there's one through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Doesn't mean to say that I'll record them all on those days. But that's the intent, that you'll get five five a week. Um, haven't done that over the last couple of weeks, and I'm not going to go over the reasons that why that hasn't happened, because I went over that yesterday. Now, why am I recording this one today, though? It's because yesterday, I think it was yesterday, uh, I mentioned in one of the podcasts that I would tell you about how I managed to quit smoking. And my intent was, when I mentioned that, that I'd do that in a week, two weeks, three weeks, or whatever. But then, this morning, I realised, well, hang on a minute. If this will help somebody to quit smoking, then it's more important that I get it out today rather than in a week, two weeks, three weeks. Because, obviously, the sooner you quit, the better, right? So, if you're a smoker right now and you want to quit, or if you know someone who is a smoker who wants to quit and is struggling doing that, pass this on to them. Um, because I'm going to tell you what worked for me. Now, it doesn't mean to say that it's going to work for everybody. Now, I don't want to sow the seed in your head right now that it won't work, because it will. It does work. It just depends on how you, how you take it. So I'm going to tell you exactly what it was that I did, and exactly the circumstances it arose, and exactly how much it cost me to do this. Let's start with how much it cost me to do it. <laughs> Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Not a penny did it cost me to uh, to quit smoking. So there were no patches involved. There were no um, chewing gums or anything of that sort. No. Nothing. Now, how did it come about? Well, it was almost unintentionally. See, this goes back many, many years. I was a smoker. In fact, I was a smoker. I mean, I've been married to Carol for 35 years. But I was a smoker before we were married. And in fact, before we met. So I was a fairly young chap, but I used to be, um, for my age, a, a fairly heavy smoker. I'd get through a pack a day, and um, I was in a job where you could smoke. Now, sometimes, I'll be honest, I was my job entailed uh, quite a few phone calls, and so I'd sort of light up a cigarette, take a couple of drags from it, uh, put it down in the ashtray, pick up a call, and the, the cigarette would burn away. So I can't say that I definitely smoked every single one of those cigarettes in that pack, but the vast majority did. Um, now, how did it come about that I gave up smoking? You see, although we're going back some time, the science was already advanced enough to know that these were bad for you. These were not good things to do, cigarettes. So I knew that. I was relatively intelligent, but not intelligent enough not to pick the things up in the first place and start. So peer pressure and all that sort of stuff when you're young. I know, I remember. I, I, it's a real thing. I, I allowed myself to be a victim of it as well. Made bad choices. But I knew that I needed to give up smoking. And I tried several times. And that was the point. I tried. I try because it can be a weasel word, can't it? Try. Try means you're leaving the door open so you can say, well, 
hang on a minute, it didn't work. But I did try. I did try. I, I, I failed in that. But I did try. Now, in some areas of your life, that's fine. I, I would always say to people, try new things every day. It doesn't matter if they don't work out. But this one's quite serious, isn't it? This one is literally, in some cases, life or death. So this one needs to be a bit more than try, doesn't it? So there's no trying about this. So that was why I believe that I tried several things and they didn't work out because I left that that exit open for me. I left it open to say that I tried it, didn't work out. So, hey, guess what? I'm still a smoker. Now, that's where things changed. You see, back then I was young and single, as I said, and I was out for the evening with, with my friends. I was out with the boys and we'd had... Well, shall we say strong drink had been taken <laughs> and it was getting towards the end of the evening. Now, I used to live then in a, a village. I still do live in a village, but I lived in a village in Derbyshire, which is, if you're not in the UK, is in the Midlands. It's sort of in the middle of the country. I lived in a village and I'd take a bus into town and I'd catch the last bus open at home at the evening when the, when the pubs had closed. Being a non-smoker, I don't pay attention to these things anymore. Uh, I don't even think they do have vending machines in the UK with cigarettes because I think they have to be behind closed screens and that sort of stuff now. Uh, if I've got that wrong, forgive me. But in those days, the, the important thing is in those days, all pubs had vending machines. You'd put your coins in, take a pack of cigarettes out. And so I, what I'd usually do is at the end of the evening, I'd go buy a pack of cigarettes for the journey home and for the following day at work. And I'd just done this, and a mate of mine, who sadly is no longer with us, a mate called Dave, he had had a heavy cold a couple of weeks before. And during that period, he packed up smoking, because anybody who who is a smoker knows that heavy cold and smoking don't really, you know, they're not the best of bedfellows. So he packed up during that time, and he hadn't smoked since then. And he's sort of Semi-jokingly, I suppose, said to me, "Ah, oh, look at you! You're a slave to him." I mean, he don't. He, I mean, a few days earlier, a week or two earlier, he'd been a smoker as well. And as I say, drink had been taken, and I, I think semi-jokingly, memory's a little bit hazy. I think semi-jokingly acted rather dramatically at this. This was a, a bit of a trigger to me. Him saying those words, that he was sort of casting aspersions on 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 my character and uh, saying that I was weak-willed. I was weak-willed, clearly. So what happened was I, again, semi-jokingly, I think, grabbed with one hand Dave by the lapel and pulled him towards me. And I was really in his face. And in the other hand, I'd got this pack of, this pack of cigarettes that I'd just bought. And I screwed them up. And I said, I'm never going to smoke again. I am never going to smoke again. Now, it would have been bad enough if it was just Dave who was there, just me and Dave, but it wasn't. I was out with the lads, and there were probably about eight or nine of them. <laughs> they all sort of looked and witnessed this and saw me make an absolute fool of myself. And it was the best thing that could have happened. It was absolutely the best thing that could have happened. Because I had that, um, that stupid curse of young men, which was an ego and pride and all this sort of stuff going on. And because I had made such an exhibition of this announcement that I'd quit smoking, I couldn't, my pride wouldn't let me go back on it. So that's what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> not, not go out and, and, 
and have a few too many drinks and make an exhibition of yourself. That's not what I'm saying to you. But make an exhibition of the fact of your announcement that you're not going to smoke anymore. Make it an announcement. Get it out there. Get it out there to people who know you, people who care about you. Get it out there to people who will hold you accountable. Make that announcement that you're no longer going to smoke. That's my big tip. But here's another subsidiary tip. And this is what helped me enormously. I discovered the fact that I'd made this announcement that I wasn't going to smoke in amongst my group of friends. It didn't stretch to people who weren't there, clearly. People who weren't there, didn't witness that, didn't know that I wasn't a smoker anymore. And so I'd be, there'd be situations that arose where I'd be out socially or even at work or whatever, and people would offer me a cigarette. Now, the big discovery I made was that instead of saying, no thanks, I'm trying to quit, or no thanks, I've just quit, or no, or anything of that sort. Anything that sort of indicated that I was a smoker, but I'm trying to be not a smoker. Instead of saying that, I said, no thanks, I don't smoke. Now, you might think there's not much difference between those two things. There, Let me tell you, there is a world of difference between those two. Not just to yourself, but to the person who hears it. You see, as an ex-smoker, I I believe this to be true. If I had offered somebody a cigarette and they had said, no thanks, I'm trying to cut down or something of that sort. I'm not saying I would have done this. And I've had it done to me. The temptation would have been there to say, oh, go on, one won't hurt. And I'd think I was being generous. And so would the other person. They'd think that was okay. Go on. One won't hurt. Go on, just have one. Just the one. That one will hurt. I can tell you that one will hurt because it damages your resolve. That one will hurt because it opens the floodgates to another one and another one and another one. That one will always hurt. That one is the most dangerous cigarette that's out there. Now, here's the thing. If when I was a smoker I'd offered somebody a cigarette and they said, no thanks, I don't smoke it would never have occurred to me to say, go on, one won't hurt, or go on, try it, you might like it. doesn't happen. And I would never offer them a cigarette again. I would know they're a non-smoker. They had given me a clear message that they did not smoke. And so I wouldn't offer them a cigarette again. And it's the same for all other smokers. They won't offer you a cigarette again. You tell somebody when they offer you a cigarette, no thanks, I don't smoke. They will never offer you a cigarette again. And two things are happening there. One is you're removing the possible temptation of that person offering you a cigarette again in the future. But two, your subconscious is hearing you. Your subconscious is hearing that message. I don't smoke. I don't smoke. I don't smoke. Over and over again. And it reinforces, it reinforces that statement to yourself. I don't smoke. I don't smoke. So every opportunity, every opportunity you get, get that message out there to others and to yourself that you don't smoke. Make an exhibition of yourself. Make an exhibition 
of that announcement as well. You'll feel, you'll feel foolish. I, I promise you, you'll feel foolish. But not half as foolish as you will in 20, 30 years' time when the doctor says to you, I'm sorry, I've got some bad news. And you know that you could have avoided that. So I'm sorry if that sounds a bit uh, down. And But look, this is serious stuff, isn't it? And I'm telling you this because I care. I'm telling you this. I, there's no p- political agenda. Look, if you want to carry on smoking, that's that's your shout. I have no issue with that. I prefer it if you didn't do it around me. But, you know, I, I, I have no issue with your liberty to, to do whatever you wish. But if you want to quit smoking and look, if you're honest with yourself, you do. You know you're doing yourself no good. If you want to quit smoking, do what I've just told you to do. With people who know you as a smoker, expect you to go and stand outside the office at break time and have a smoke with them, tell them, no, I'm never going to smoke again. Just tell them, make an announcement. I am never going to smoke again. And then whenever anybody offers you a cigarette in the future, just say, no thanks, I don't smoke. And those are the two things that work for me. And they'll work for you. you just got to do them. It's that uh, we talked yesterday about conditioning. We talked yesterday about forming good habits rather than bad habits. That's a good habit. Just tell them that you're non-smoking. Do something else instead. Have a glass of water. Do anything instead. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Your body will crave cigarettes. And it will crave cigarettes for quite some time to come. But don't give in to it. Don't give in to it. And if, look, if you need the patches, if you need the gum, if you need all of that stuff to help, do that. But your mind is a lot stronger than you give it credit for. And your mind is way stronger, way stronger than any gum, any patch, anything else. Your mind will steer you through this. You just got to help it. Look, I hope that's been useful to you. If you're a smoker, if it's been useful to you, please let me know when it works out for you because it will work out for you. You stick with it and it will work out for you. If you're a non-smoker but you know somebody who smokes who wants to quit, please recommend they listen to this podcast. And I'm going to ask you again, if you haven't left a review and if you haven't left those five stars, please do so. Head over to iTunes now and do so. And why am I asking you to do that? You know why I'm asking you to do that. It's not to stroke my ego. It's so that it helps this podcast rise in the rankings and helps more people find it. Because, hey, you're a good person. You want to help people who want to quit smoking. And one way you can do that is by getting them to this podcast. And look, I'm guessing that if they like the podcast about quitting smoking, they're going to like all the other stuff that I put out as well. So thanks once again. I really do appreciate you helping getting the message out there. I really do appreciate you as a listener. I know that if you're a smoker, it's within you to become a non-smoker. I just know it is. You just got to convince yourself now and tell people that you're a non-smoker. Hope that's helped. I can't wait to hear your success stories. You can hit me up on Twitter and tell me about them. Tell me that you quit smoking. Look, how about this? Tell me that you quit smoking. Hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air and say, Aussie, I quit today. And then what I want to do is in 28 days time, I want you to get in touch again and say, Aussie, I am a non-smoker. So hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air, that's O-double-Z-Y or O-double-Z-Y-E-Y-R-E. Or if you want to t- tell me more detail, if you want to uh, write me a, a more detailed email, you can do that to Aussie at whensmytime.com. Aussie at whensmytime.com. Thank you so much indeed for listening. I've been Aussie Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you, your time is now. <laughs>